Welcome to the HR Matters podcast. HR Matters because people matter. The place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with news and topics that really matter and insights into the changes you can make in your organization today. For HR professionals, managers, and anyone who has a keen investment in the people within their organization. Featuring Marlene Flucht. Hello. Myself, Lisa Dempsey. And today we have a very special guest with us. Uh, Woucher, do you want to take a moment to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, yes, of course. So uh, thanks for having me, uh, Lisa Marjolein. Uh, lovely to be here on this podcast. Uh, my name is Wouter, Wouter Smeets. Uh, I'm an innovation expert and founder of two startups. Uh, with my think tank, uh, Glimpse, I aim to inspire to, uh, people to look at the world in new ways. And uh, my other startup, uh, Prototype U, as we are all prototypes ourselves and works in progress, we try to nurture continuous learning in organizations and we empower, empower employees to become director of their own personal development and career. Um, that's the business nutshell, but uh, so uh, I, I'm a person as well, so I love to be a sunset surfer um, in the ocean, uh, surfing the ocean waves, uh, but also playing a, a round of beach tennis with my twin brothers. Also really, really fun. Wow, that sounds fantastic. I, I love that vibrant picture that sort of comes to life of the, you know, surfing a, at sunset and playing on the beach with uh, <laughs> your brothers mm -hmm. and the activity. It's incredible. It's uh, being at the beach, uh, exploring uh, the ocean waves, uh, surfing them. It's, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And brave you because we're, we're all in the Netherlands at the moment. So the ocean you're referring to, I'm guessing most commonly is the North Sea, right? It, it's mostly the North Sea, and um, especially during fall and winter, it's, it's quite good. Um, that being said, of course, there are some nice sp uh, spots uh, globally, which I like to travel to as well. Yeah, I can mm -hmm. imagine. <laughs> that are not as cold, probably. <laughs> yes, mind the coldness, you, you certainly need to wear winter wetsuits, um, have, uh, wear gloves, wear shoes, wear a cap, otherwise mm -hmm. you won't. Right. So I prefer, to, I prefer to serve during the summertime, I must admit. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, we're so excited to have you here and, and really interested in, in hearing about these, these companies that you've created, these two startups. And, and in particular, um, I love what you say about Prototype U. You know, we're all prototypes. You know, we're, all, we're all like works in development. Yeah. What is one of your favorite ways that, that you bring that to life within organizations? Uh, we have uh, many ways in which we bring all these techniques from innovation um, um, to personal development. Uh, but what I really love is to um, help people create small experiments uh, to learn uh, where do I want to go in life? Uh, how do I get there? So if people are, for example, um, uh, aiming or aspiring to be a product owner, um, there are so many assumptions people have about themselves on what they would like to be or what, what they would want to be. So let's create small experiments where you can actually test if it's something for you or whether it's not. And so I uh, really have this fast feedback cycles from innovation um, incorporated into this uh, personal development tool. So to, to really see um, it as experiments. So there's no failure, only feedback is something which is uh, typically said now and then. I love uh, that. 
yeah, really to, 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 to really focus on the act of learning instead of focus only on the outcome itself. And right. uh, that's something what we definitely want to bring to the table within, uh, with Prototype View. And it's learning about your personal development, about your career ambitions. Yeah, yeah, and and perhaps perhaps to to uh, short side story uh, mm -hmm. at the already, but to to give you an idea on how Prototype you got started. As I told in the beginning, we're all prototypes ourselves, mm -hmm. and uh, I self, I'm also a prototype. I see myself as a lifelong continuous learner. And um, if you look at my uh, life so far, it started out uh, with a study, uh, with a first job, uh, which in hindsight was pretty externally motivated. So I studied aerospace engineering and I figured that I don't like aeroplanes particularly. <laughs> wasn't particularly interested in, uh, in the technical part as well. So, oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, from there on, I, I was interested really in the interaction between humans and machines and how humans work together. Uh, cool. So I became an innovation manager at Siemens, which was a really good step in the right direction. Uh, an innovation manager for a system that enables remote control of harbor cranes. And uh, I got to see the world. It was really awesome. And uh, Siemens is a really great employer, but it felt too corporate for me personally. And that's when I thought I want to be an entrepreneur but I didn't just dare yet. So at first I uh, went to another employer, which was a small consultancy firm consisting out of six people. And so I pretty much got this T-shape and developed it and helped organizations to, with their innovation process or innovation organization, innovation mindset as well. Mm -hmm. uh, typically it's not about the transformation itself, it's about the people performing that transformation. Um, and then I imagined I wanted, so this sounds like a real millennial, I must admit, but I wanted to do something meaningful. Mm. And uh, so by having this own story of figuring out what I really wanted to do and having all this knowledge from innovation, I thought to myself, why not apply these principles and these practices from innovation, uh, not to products and services, but to personal growth of human beings, where people help uh, grow with, uh, with each other. Uh, learn from and with each other uh, by peer learning and helping each other grow. And uh, that's why we're uh, co-partnering with uh, Christian, co-founder, who has a background in HR, um, really took off and um, uh, to become uh, prototypes of our own prototype view business. <laughs> we're practicing what we preach there as well, uh, but really have this human needs uh, and ambitions um, at the center of, of what we do uh, and uh, that, that gives a lot of energy to help people. Uh, so I've, I've been a first user of the experience, but now it feels really good to help other people pursue their dreams yeah. uh, and helping them to get there. Yeah, and you know what it's like. So it's easy to talk to people who, are, uh, who, who go into the same process that you went through. That's, uh, I think that's very valuable. And with Prototype Q, so you brought in ideas and, and concepts from innovation and I'm thinking of agile, design thinking, lean, that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're totally correct. So those uh, those words, which mm -hmm. uh, are often understood in completely different ways by different people. Uh, but yeah. if I were to, <laughs> if I were to mention mention four, it's it's really uh, about lean, uh, agile, 
design thinking and peer-to-peer collaboration. Hmm. Uh, if you look at the, the lean part, it's really about effectively uh, going towards your goal. So not focusing on all learnings at once, but focus on your key challenges to get there. Um, uh, Agile, uh, I really see in essence as this iterative approach where you constantly new, uh, learn new things and adapt uh, your plan according to new insights or to mm-hmm. change situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, looking at HR in this yearly cycle, um, yeah, once you've made a plan, it's already been outdated mm-hmm. uh, once you are two months uh, going. Um, so it's really this iterative approach and which I particularly like in Agile is this retrospective uh, mm-hmm. so that you constantly look back on what did I learn and how to move forward based on what I've learned. So you're flexible in adapting to whatever comes up. Yeah, 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 certainly. Yeah. Uh, because if, uh, well, personally, if I look at what did I find important 10 years ago, what mm-hmm. I find important right now, it's completely different. Yeah. So we're changing as human beings ourselves as well. So saying that there's a, uh, a, an absolute truth uh, that's just not the case. So we keep adapting, we keep changing, and we need to have a way to continuously learn. I think these agile principles, they, they work really well. Um, and, and so to, to finish that summation, so the, the design thinking part is really about um, not assumption-based development, but really having these small experiments mm-hmm. to learn uh, what's really for me, what's not for me, um, and also uh, to have the user at the core center of your product development. So not making assumptions for anybody else. So as an organization, not um, have the, the feeling that you can determine for your employees what they would like and what their dreams and what their talents are, but mm-hmm. really those, those uh, employees at the center stage of uh, the development and have them take... Uh, this this ownership over their development because right. they most certainly know what they want and if they do not yet know help them find them but not do not force those uh, don't force it upon them yeah and don't think for them but help them think for themselves that's yeah, something exactly. that really appeals to me in in your approach with prototype you yeah thanks and this 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 reminds me of something uh, Lisa once uh, said uh, so I'm going to steal it for you Lisa I go to <laughs> audaciously do it right here right in front of me. <laughs> go for it yeah so it, it's it's about um, uh, uh, talking or, or talking with somebody not for speaking with somebody not for somebody mm. uh, so uh, and this this is also focused on our uh, last parts peer to peer. So yep. we don't believe in hierarchy. Uh, we believe everybody has value in an organization and that we can all learn from and with each other and that we create structures uh, where uh, people can support each other in their learnings, on their journey. So everybody has a personal journey, but um, um, uh, it's an individual journey, but we, we see it as, as it is individual journey but with his companions, which you travel together, and they support you on your personal travels. Uh, and as such, we, for example, work with a buddy system, uh, which makes sure that we uh, speak out this commitment to, um, yeah, to, to tackle your actions, which you decided for yourself, mm-hmm. but also getting to helping other people. And um, 
foot. So uh, it can be a pat on the shoulder, uh, but can also be sometimes a kick in the ass if you need it. So it's really just motivation. Also important sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And um, yeah, some new so, ideas outside of your own circle of thinking. That yeah, be, that's yeah. really important. That's really an important one. So everybody has blind spots, uh, me included. Everybody has them. So having these new perspectives thrown in the mix yeah. uh, can be incredibly helpful. Uh, but at the end of the day, and also in our approach, uh, you're the one who decides uh, what your dreams are, what your challenges are, what your actions will be. And uh, you can take all these presents, as we call them, from your peer collaborators uh, on uh, new perspectives and approaches. But you decide what you're going to do. Um, and even though that might, might not, be, not be the best approach, you will learn along the way. You will bump your head. Uh, but there's a lot of learning in that as well. So, um, um, yeah, so, from, uh, so returning to, um, <laughs> in this case, of quite elaborate answer to what kind of techniques from innovation did you uh, yeah the, all, all this this is all stuff <laughs> i wanted to know so thanks yeah. for, for elaborating um, <laughs> well i think it's really valuable because there's something it actually goes back to also one of the very first things that you said the act of learning mm. you know yeah. it's like there's this anatomy of learning um that that takes place so i i think you know, you've outlined some really important ingredients for that, that act of learning. But going, I also heard you, you know, referring back to also the kind of the value of freedom and autonomy. Yep. So, so that, that space of the, the collaboration and the co-creation, but also mm -hmm. individuals, you know, being their own, you know, they, they may have a co-pilot, but they get to choose their own direction. So the freedom and autonomy that exists in that. Um, but I, what is the overlap in your mind and in, and in your process? What's the importance of that together with this act of learning? It, it feels like there's something really important that happens in that space where the, those two things cross over. Uh, so, uh, could, could you be a little bit more um, elaborate on, on what you're actually looking for? Well, it's, so it's, um, there, there's the space of the act of learning and mm -hmm. the collaboration together with the, the the freedom and autonomy and there's something really important that that happens in that space you know kind of a, in, in in the human dynamic yeah. right yeah so what, what we're uh, focusing on um, uh, you're talking about space uh, safe space is a prerequisite uh, to uh, for for this peer collaboration and peer learning yeah. to take place and um, what we see happening in our process, so we first, uh, it's a six-step model, uh, which is an iterative model, and we start out with what's, uh, so with, with we call it a compass, uh, what do you think is important in life? Uh, from there on, we go to uh, ambitions, and ambition, where do you want to go? And they will lead to certain challenges to get there. Um, then we take on a key challenge and get to a certain action plan, and what we notice in that process, so we go from really big to increasingly specific and actionable and practical, mm -hmm. and that we nurture this ownership throughout the complete journey uh, so that people are committing it to it themselves. And uh, the more practical it gets, the more real it gets, uh, there's also sometimes this resistance. And this sure. resistance because uh, it often are challenges, ambitions, 
that have been there for quite a long time, but there has been a reason that they uh, weren't pursued just yet. Uh, it might have been too vague, too big, too scary. Uh, the fear of failure, the fear of social ejection, uh, the fear of success. What if this perfect dream turns into an imperfect reality? Yeah. What if and, I actually do this? Then yeah. what? <laughs> then I will be center stage in the spotlight and everybody will want something from me and can I handle it? Imposter syndrome, everything. Uh, so uh, what we see happen because of providing this space with the act of learning and taking these really practical steps, um, people get motivated because they are learning and because it's really practical and really small. Um, so sometimes if you see these action plans, it's almost like, did, you re did we really need a session for this? Did we really need a session to come up with these kind of actions? Uh, but turns out it does. And by committing to those really small practical actions, you're going to start doing stuff and you start to get moving. Yeah. And once you start to get moving, you can, um, um, there's always a static friction of when you do nothing, that it's, it's difficult to get into action. And by focusing on this act of learning, instead of that it needs to be perfect already, mm. uh, you start to get moving. And by starting to get moving, um, it's easier to keep moving. Yeah. So providing you build momentum. That's the space of momentum, right? right yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're building momentum uh, just by, by providing this space for experimentation. Yeah, uh, for the prototype learning. thing. It's a prototype. Just yeah. go and try and then go back and make it better and try again. Yeah. And yeah. What, what we also, so one of our mantras uh, is also uh, production is more important than perfection. So in our approach, uh, it's iterative. So you get a lot of times to revisit what you once thought about yourself. So you get to revisit your own assumptions about yourself. Uh, so we really focus on the essence. Good enough right now. It doesn't need to be perfect. We live in a day and age where so much is constantly changing. If uh, always we're going for completeness uh, and uh, for high quality, we don't get anything uh, finished. And... Uh, yeah, Lisa, we have we've even talked about this sometime before. As, as recovering perfectionists, yes. uh, this can be quite a challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but it's, it's really important to focus on good enough for right now. And sometimes that means it's just a draft. And sometimes it means it's completely slick products, uh, experiments. Um, uh, but there needs to be this space where sometimes you can just hand over this napkin sketch and it's also good because mm. there is learning in there as well. And there's movement. You keep going. You take another yeah. step. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and what I make up about that is, is, you know, sometimes that's the spark that you need to just, mm. you know, gain momentum in something. Or sometimes even just that first little sketch on that napkin holds far more than your initial assumption was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the interesting part is, so if you look at, at organizations, and that's not related to personal development, but might be working a bit in the same way, we're creating all these big plans with a lot of paper. And because there's a lot of paper, it seems like the truth. It seems like something because there's, there's been thought about, uh, but there are so many assumptions in those reports, in those planning reports, that you mm -hmm. better go out there do experiments, that's where the real learning takes place. That's where the real data comes from. Yeah. 
that's from uh, uh, swirling uh, those thoughts, keep swirling in your head, but really right. go out there and gather real world data to create yeah. new insights. Uh, mm -hmm. So talking about organizations, what are the situations in organizations that you get invited into to bring in the prototype you program? What are the bottlenecks that you solve? What are the, the, the wishes and the, and, the, and the situations out there that you get invited into? Ooh, there's there, there's a lot of situations out there. <laughs> uh, if I were to uh, pick two, mm -hmm. it really uh, this this more and more this need for continuous learning in organizations, mm -hmm. uh, where um, uh, yeah, traditionally uh, you had this ad hoc training when you need a training, you, you went to a training and then um, uh, on the on the company's request. Uh, but in this world we're living now. Uh, we uh, really, um, uh, organizations need to keep up with the pace of change and innovation. Yeah. Uh, as a result, um, uh, and as of that, uh, the uh, uh, expertise and skills on the workplace, they get outdated really, really fast. So organizations, they need to have continuous learning embedded in their organizations to keep up with the pace and change of innovation because People, like most companies say, are their most important assets. Yeah, just um, to keep up with all the change in the world, you need people to. Yeah, yeah, and and we help as organizations with uh, with that uh, uh, providing a structure for continuous learning, mm -hmm. and as you see in organizations is that um, this need for change, this need for continuous learning, hasn't been there always. So. It might very well be in some organizations that some people have traditionally worked in certain roles for a long time. So how do you engage or how do you inspire people uh, to become continuous learners? That is something which is a big challenge in itself. Uh, there are people who are willing to learn from themselves, uh, but there are also people uh, from uh, the, the path they've traveled so far within their organization uh, are not that keen anymore on development or they need to reinvent the, into themselves in a, in a way. So it's also changing that mindset from uh, ad hoc learning to continuous learning. Um, and the second part is, is that we really uh, try to aim at uh, the employee experience or engagement or journey. There are a lot of words for it. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. There's a whole but, new vocabulary coming up. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, um, but, um, I, th I think Richard Branson said it perfectly, and, and I, I might be a bit paraphrasing. It's uh, take care of, it, it's not the customer who comes first, first, it's your employees who will come first, and they will take care of your clients. Mm. And um, especially when it comes to uh, engagement of your employees, make sure to have them develop from their own uh, ambitions, from their own talents to get the most out of them uh, mm -hmm. and not impose solely those uh, organizational ambitions on your on your employees and that's that's a real mindset changer which is easier uh, more easily said than done uh, yeah that's a big mindset change in organizations and in HR departments and, and uh, learning and development specialists I guess yeah 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 well I'm hearing there's also an essence of of just the the oh the bigger shift of Letting go of the need to know, you know, whatever umbrella you want to put it under, whatever 
whether it's continuous learning or it's agile or it's, you know, you can slap lots of different labels and it comes up in lots of different forms, but there's an essence of just letting go of the need to know. Like you were talking about these great big stacks of papers and this sort of evidence that we constantly want to produce of, look at the proof, it's right here. But actually, you know, it's not, did you speak to a customer in that? Do you understand actually what the impact of that is going to be on the people you're aiming to, to engage with? Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 200 yeah. page report may not contain a single shred. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I, I love this. This, this, uh, the, the, uh, the, that you don't need to know everything beforehand. So, um, yeah. and um, if you're creating really big plans, you're you're investing in them a lot, and you create this mechanism of sunk costs. The more you invest in something, yeah. the more trouble you have of letting go, and you're trying, you're going to pursue it anyway because you've invested so much in it already. And by creating the small experiments, by not having to know everything beforehand, but tackling your biggest assumptions first in the real world, talking with actual clients, actual customers, actual users, uh, then you get this, uh, this, this information. And because you, don't, you do not have invested in it that much, uh, you can make a pivot uh, because you found out it doesn't work. Or you can go straight ahead and you have extra information which reinforces your, uh, your, uh, your opinions and your thoughts about better. yourself. Right. And yeah. this, this also actually, this, this doesn't only go for product development. It also goes about the, the thoughts we have about ourselves. Because I really believe that uh, you cannot fool anybody as good as yourself. <laughs> good one. Absolutely. <laughs> And, and uh, by creating this, by, by having these small experiments, do I really want to be a product owner or a scrum master or whatever? You, by having it a small experiment, you can um, find out whether you actually want it. And if you haven't invested in it that much yet, mm -hmm. um, it's easy to say, okay, um, I thought I liked it, but it's not for me. Whereas yeah. if you follow the study of, I'm not exaggerating, five years, it's really more difficult to say, no, it's not for me. Then you go straight ahead. Or it's, it's, it's just more difficult to say no because you've convinced yourself that you must yeah. like it. Also might, be, also might be because of, because of uh, some cost, which uh, might play a role there. Right. And that's not even, not even cost, but maybe even mental cost and effort and energy as well. If you've started a job, are you going to stay and stick around for five or ten years when you know deep down that this is not the direction you want to yeah. go in? Yeah, it's a really or good do you one. think, okay, how can I pivot? How can I build another prototype and try something else and maybe have a coffee with someone who's doing something else and see if that suits me? And, you know, there's lots of ways yeah. to prototype your career. And uh, I'm really excited about this approach that you use yeah. in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah, nice to hear. And, um, yeah, so um, if you look at um, 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 this prototype, so um, people... Uh, really get excited uh, not only from these experiments but also uh, helping each other out uh, while having these experiments so what I really love is not only about this it's about me it's about my personal development but also more a focus on mm. sometimes feels like an individualistic society to also more think about giving towards others and helping others uh, which is not the same as saying you need to do this but how can I support you in your dreams and ambitions? That's what, that's yeah. what I'm for. Yeah, and being in the same boat, you're in this quest together and everyone's trying to figure it out. Um, yeah. Let's help each other out, yeah.
Yeah, yeah, we're figuring we're really good us are figuring it out as well, right? Mm -hmm. No, we all yeah. are. Not, not everyone's showing it, but they still are <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, and I think what's really important about that space is that, you know, that that's really the space where kind of the, the, the diversity converts to the inclusion. When we let go of being, having to know and accepting that we're all just kind of in this learning journey together mm -hmm. and that, you know, sure, there's a truth, but that truth is only valid for right now. It's yeah. right now, 10 minutes from now, there may be a new piece of information, a new insight, something that shifts that perspective. Yeah. It just, it creates such a really valuable space of openness and possibility for the, the you know, the, those differences that everybody talks about in kind of diversity and inclusion that need to be celebrated. It's when there's that openness in the learning that it really comes to life. Right, yeah, you know, it really happens. different perspectives hold value. They're not an obstacle. It's really valuable because there's learning in it. There's that, you know, it's an act of learning. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Agree. What's one of the things that you know? Obviously, you're you're doing a lot of work in uh, learning and development. You know, learning at the speed of business, which I think is mm. so incredibly important. That's been that's been a genuine bottleneck in learning and development for a very long time. You know, this big nut to crack. How do we do this? How do we keep up? Um, what do you wish learning and development departments would stop doing? Ooh, what would I like them to stop doing? Um, what I would, uh, but that, that's not typically learning and yeah, there, of course, there are, there are numerous things that comes to mind. So <laughs> maybe there are other stakeholders. So yeah, uh, what, what do you wish would stop so, happening in businesses first? Yeah, so uh, my wish for, uh, so learning uh, really takes place uh, when there's time for introspection, retrospection. Yeah. And of course you have these agile approaches uh, which have them incorporate. You have retrospectives where you look back on uh, the sprint and you look back on uh, what did we learn, but also how was our cooperation? What can we take, what are our takeaways to learn from a for a next cycle? So have this continuous process there. Uh, it's mostly, it's, it's often, not always, it's often focused on the product and service development and not necessarily only on the individual. Um, and what I see happen uh, still too often is when there's an urgent product, project, uh, project or there's an urgent customer request that management uh, breaks in into these retrospectives and breaks in into these moments of reflection and introspection because it's not important or urgent enough. Mm -hmm. um, I would say the opposite. It's incredibly important. Uh, you need to prioritize those moments of introspection yeah. uh, to anything else. And to, because if you're, if you're all the time breaking in into those, uh, removing uh, uh, those, uh, um, uh, those moments of introspection, you're actually saying this is not important enough. We say people are most important. We say development is important, but we keep prioritizing other stuff compared to the moment when real learning takes place. Yeah, exactly. It sounds like it's a, the vital part of that act of learning. It's where yeah. the learning actually unfolds and lands. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't have that space, wow. You yeah. know. 
is, 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 is if we uh, are going to new clients and sometimes they say we want to first to have the first part of your process mm. to get an action plan, but we don't necessarily need the evaluation and introspection part. <laughs> yeah. and it's not going to happen because that's the most essential feature. That's the most essential mm. thing where all the learning takes place and from where on you're going to have these new learning cycles. And uh, so uh, it's, it's uh, really making uh, these introspection moments and reflection moments and priority, uh, make them uh, provide time within the organization uh, to, uh, to do that. Mm. Um, and also have a certain cadence there. So to keep do it in, in a certain rhythm, uh, because mm -hmm. when you do it in a certain rhythm, uh, it's going to become an uh, automated thing. Yeah, more it's of a habit. A habit, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's still the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, we think alike, so that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for highlighting that. Uh, that's a good thing to, you know, when, when you're thinking about setting up a, um, a program like yours or with you, that's really good to know in advance that that, that final element of the, of the process is so essential. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's the final part, but it's the first. Part. It's the end and the beginning, so to speak. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Marilyn, I'm curious. What what is your biggest takeaway from all of these really interesting insights that that Wouter has brought? Uh, so many layers and interesting things here. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Well, that last thing is very is very interesting. Like how important that that uh, final phase is to really solidify the the. Um, development that people have gone through um and also the the importance of of that body system of doing it together with other people that are there to help you and how much it helps yourself to work with other people to help them how much that motivates you i think that's a i think that's a, another quite a unique thing about your approach that is so such an important part of of, of the process um, almost makes me blush here so uh, thanks uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well thank you so much Wouter for joining us and and taking the time to just really share some of these really valuable insights and and the the important pieces that you've picked up along your own personal journey um and and what it is that you're bringing to life I think this is just so really interesting and, and vital work for futures yeah. as they excuse me organizations as they go forward into the future was is there something that stood out to you lisa that that you really that struck you i, I think yeah the, the so the piece that really jumped out at me is that you know the act of learning hmm. that it really is an act it's a it's it's a specific action and it, yeah as you said tying it into that space you know you've, you've really got to land that space you can't yeah. all the all the planning in the world isn't going to bring that act of learning to life the, yeah. the room to reflect and and get really intentional about yeah what did happen here and what was important and what happened for me and how did this go let um, it land yeah absolutely cool. and let people soak that up because it's you're you're not going to gain the the pace and the speed and the agility without that. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having me on the show. I had a great time. So right, do we. Thanks for thanks for thanks for all up. the <laughs> thanks for all the great questions and. Uh,
And um, yeah, love love hearing your takeaways. And mm. uh, yeah, so thanks. Yeah, and and thanks everyone for listening and yes. tuning in. Um, as you know, you can listen to our podcast online directly, or you can subscribe on all of the usual platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure you do subscribe so that you're the first to learn about the latest episodes that are- Yeah, there's some really good stuff coming up. Sorry to interrupt, but I'm I'm excited about the new ones too. We do, we have have so many interesting things coming up this year. So I'll just call out, this is our first recording for 2020. So hurrah. (laughs) Um, But we do have a lot of really interesting things already on the agenda for 2020. So really do subscribe so that you, you don't miss out We would also really love it uh, if all of you listening out there could give us a rating and review. Not only do we want to hear your feedback because this is how we learn. Um, You know, as you know, this is a a prototype. We are under no illusion that we are doing this perfectly. There's always room for improvement. But it also helps us get uh, more visibility. It helps other people who are out there struggling with all of these same things that, that, you know, we're all kind of stuck in and trying to unravel, helps them find their way to to these things. So please do take a moment to rate and review and tell us what's on your mind in the workplace. We'd really like to hear from you. So that's it for now. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.